Another thing that I was interested in that we found out about yesterday, it was breaking news around this time, is that Canadian Blood Services has announced that it's going to end a policy that restricts men who have sex with men from donating blood for three months after being sexually active. Our Prime Minister had something to say about it. Our government welcomes this decision. It's been a long time coming. Uh, the current approach was discriminatory and wrong. This is a significant milestone in moving forward uh, on both the safety of our blood supply, but also uh, non-discriminatory practices. I'd like to welcome onto the show Dr. Nathan Lachowski, who is uh, with the Community-Based Research Center. He's also Associate Professor of the School of Public Health and Social Policy at the University of Victoria. Welcome to the show. Great to have you on. Thanks, Kelly. Glad to be here. So can you maybe walk us uh, through the history of how health policy has evolved when it comes to um, gay men and Canada Blood Services? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this specific policy that um, has restricted men who have sex with men from donating blood has been around for decades. It really harkens back to the beginning of the HIV epidemic in many ways, which we've had for four decades. And unlike COVID, where we figured out a test and got a vaccine relatively quickly, um, doing things progress with HIV a little bit more slowly. And unfortunately, in this country, we have the history of the blood scandal, where thousands of Canadians um, unintentionally got HIV and hepatitis C through blood transfusion. So since then, doing a lot of safety precautions have been put in place, and science uh, and research and testing technology have all evolved. And so that's led us to where we are today. So doing that ban has been in place for decades. It's changed from a lifetime ban to sex in the past five years, in the past one year, and now the past three months. But Yesterday's announcement um, really is quite welcomed and long overdue, but it will be a fundamental shift to now ask all donors about um, specific sexual activities instead of focusing on sexual orientation. Right. Um, anyone who's given blood knows that y- your booking is one thing. You've got a date. You go to donate. You get there. You can be turned down based on your screening process. You're asked a lot of uh, questions. Uh, you know, they, they make sure that they know where your blood pressure's at. Um, how is this going to specifically change the screening process for everybody that goes? We, how are the questions going to change? Yeah, great, great question. So, I mean, the announcement yesterday is the plan for the future, and it will take some time to implement. Right now, we know that there are safe gay men who are turned away from donating because the ban is a blanket ban against all sexual activity between men. And that's really what we want to avoid, are people who could be safe donors that are turned away. And, and so this new policy will basically scrap that um, and now ask all donors, during, have you had a new sexual partner or multiple sexual partners in the past three months? And if so, have you had anal sex with any of those partners? And this change from focusing on gender and sexual orientation to specific sexual practices is really supported by decades of HIV behavioral surveillance research. But also quite interestingly, when we were doing research with patients who received blood, um, folks living with hemophilia or sickle cell, um, they said, what? They were quite surprised that all of the donors weren't already asked questions about sexual behavior. And they Mm. thought in today's day and age, given that anyone can be affected by HIV or a sexually transmitted infection, that it was important that all donors be asked. And so we're really excited about the fact that this gender-neutral approach is going to be applied. It means that we're going to maintain and possibly even increase the safety of our blood supply. But most importantly as well, it's going to increase sufficiency. We've heard during time and time again during the COVID pandemic and even before that, a call for donors, a need for additional donations. And so during this is trying to create um, a more defensible um, system that Canadians can be proud in and can come out and donate so that when we need blood, it's there and available and safe. 
I was reading that Christopher Karras, who's, who originally filed a human rights complaint against Health Canada to change the policy, still says that this stigma, stigmatizes gay, bisexual men, some transgender people, because there's no questions about vaginal sex in the questionnaire, and um, they don't actually get into condom use. Can you maybe walk us through why? Yeah, so, so in terms of this change, it's shifting from asking about a gender-specific sexual orientation question to one that is gender-neutral and asks of all participants. It's also based on evidence that has been collected for decades, as I said, in terms of uh, HIV behavioral research around who is more likely to acquire HIV and who is not. The policy will always screen out some people who would still be safe donors. We know the vast majority of gay men nowadays don't acquire HIV. Similarly, the vast majority of people with multiple partners don't as well. But these questions are in place now, and what's really exciting about celebrating is the shift to a gender-neutral approach. So from here, there's certainly more work for us to do to refine these criteria and make sure that we aren't unnecessarily screening out someone who would be a safe donor. After the samples are taken, um, the blood samples, are are they still screened for diseases like HIV and hepatitis B? Can you tell us what, what the process is after we get blood? Absolutely, yeah. So we have one of the safest blood supplies in the world, and part of that is because of the multiple strategies that are used to maintain that safety. So all of the blood donations in Canada are screened for infections like HIV and, and other known infections, and that's an important part of making sure that there is no blood donation that goes forward um, during, with an infection in it. However, all tests have some degree of imperfection, and we want to make sure that we're absolutely sure that no one is going to unknowingly get HIV or hepatitis B or some other infection from the blood transfusion. Again, this is really centering the lives of folks who rely on safe blood products during for treatment and, and for their well-being. And so while that testing happens, the questions that are asked in the screening questionnaire are an additional process above and beyond that, meant to try and capture people who might have an infection but be unaware of it and that also mm. might not be picked up by the test. This, uh, the new screening process will go into effect, I believe it's going to be September the 30th. Is that uh, the date that you're getting as well? Yeah, it's certainly going to take a few months for Canadian Blood Services to get ready to implement this. This will involve changing the forms and the questionnaire, but also a lot of staff training and site preparation, where they're going to be inviting new people into donor sites that haven't been there before that have been turned away for years, trans folks, gay men, etc. And we want to make sure that people have a positive experience, because it's the, the aspect of coming back and doing ongoing donations that it's so critical to maintaining a sufficient supply. And so that's change or, or this implementation is going to take several months, but we've also waited many, many years for this change, so a few months will be okay. We've got the summer to basically celebrate this achievement, to have conversations in community and raise awareness about it, um, and then we'll be ready to go in the fall with uh, hopefully a whole bunch of new donors. And, and it's not just about LGBTQ folks. Uh, one of the things I think is important here is the fact that, I mean, some people have said, you're in, it feels like the system is discriminatory, and I do as a straight person, I don't want to donate because it feels like I'm participating in this. And so the change is really trying to get towards a system that is defensible, based on evidence, and that Canadians can be proud of participating in. Dr. Lachowski, thanks so much for walking us through this. I think it was an important uh, announcement made yesterday, and it's important that we wrap our heads around how this is going to affect the average person that not only receives blood, but donates blood um, when they go into uh, donate blood in September. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Have a great day. Dr. Nathan Lachowski is with the Community-Based Research Center, also Associate Professor at the School of Public Health and Social Policy at the University of Victoria.